You're listening to Cross Currents from KALW News. I'm Hanat Baba. Next up, Audiograph, signature sounds of the Bay Area that tell the story of where you live and the people who live there with you. How are we all doing tonight? You guys ready to see a fabulous show? I'm 60, almost 60 freaking four years old, and I'm still doing this because I love it. So what is it and where? From our archives, reporter Hannah Kingsley-Ma takes us there. Okay, hold on. Uh, 13 is your first one? Yes, and one is my other one. And one? Yes, 13 and one. This is right and down right now. One and one, 13 and one. I'll get yours in a minute, so. That faint buzzing you hear, it's the sound of the beer-filled refrigerators lining the walls of a tiny fluorescent-lit storage area, which four drag queens are currently using as their dressing room. I have a share medley. That's Olivia Hart. And I do share before liposuction, because <laughs> I'm a little bit heavy. Welcome to Aunt Charlie's Lounge, a tenderloin institution that's one of the oldest gay bars in San Francisco. And we're real drag queens, honey. We're real drag queens. Hi, I'm uh, Joie de Vivre. I'm just a little Cajun queen. Joie de Vivre has an old-school glamour about her. Her blue sequin mini dress catches the light and sparkles, and she's dripping in fake diamonds. There's even a performer who goes on stage as a man, a rarity, he tells me, in the world of drag. His name is Bobby Ashton. He has a few tricks up his sleeve. I do male numbers, and I do I cross over and do camp drag near the end of the, e- the evening. And Bobby has more costumes than all of us. We bring suitcases, Bobby brings a U-Haul. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Aunt Charlie's Lounge. How are we all doing tonight? You guys ready to see a fabulous show? You guys want to see some lovely drag queens? Performers strut down the length of the bar, fanning their faces, sitting on laps, occasionally extending a hand to gently brush the cheek of an audience member. As they sashay past, I am left in an afterwave of perfume and hairspray. Sometimes they are close enough that I can hear them whispering the lyrics to the songs as they theatrically lip sync. Aunt Charlie's Lounge is part of a long legacy of queer spaces here in the Tenderloin. The neighborhood was a gathering place for LGBT people in the 1960s and 70s. Aunt Charlie's is one of the last bars in the Tenderloin. Um, there's Gangway, but Gangway's future is threatened. That's James Hosking. He's not just a regular here. He's also the creator of Beautiful by Night, a documentary film and photo series about the performers at Aunt Charlie's. As luck would have it, I ended up sitting right at his table. He tells me even after the Castro overtook the Tenderloin as the city's gay mecca, Aunt Charlie's kind of continued to exist and continued to be a place in which people could perform and have a community and the bar could welcome um, transgender performers and, um, you know, just uh, drag performers and be inclusive in a way. That inclusivity he's talking about, it was forged in a large way because of the late Vicki Merlane, also known as the woman with the liquid spine. I'm doing a halfway strip tonight. Can you imagine this body stripping? <laughs> if I didn't do it, I'd be dead. 
That was her in a 2011 documentary. Marlene was one of the country's first transgender performers, and she headlined in Anne Charlie's Lounge for decades. The performers here continue the uh, passion that she had for the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a drag show, therefore, photography is absolutely mandatory. Yeah. You ain't got no choice, it's a city ordinance, okay guys? Drag's a visual medium. I, lowly radio reporter, cannot do the spectacle justice. It's just something you have to experience in person. But I can catalog the million different costume changes I saw in the span of one evening, just to give you a sense of how elaborate this production is. Leopard-patterned leotards, elegant ball gowns, red sequin jumpers, cat-eye glasses, a headpiece that looked like the lawful marriage between a Lucha Libre's closet and Liberace's, a gothic velvet dress with medieval sleeves, and some items of clothing too complicated or revealing in their construction for me even to attempt to describe. Bobby Ashton, the one with the U-Haul's worth of clothes, tells me this is a lot of work and requires most of all passion. I don't think we make more than what we spend, you know, but that's the fun of it all. That's what we like to do. He's been performing here for almost 20 years. We're like the oldest queens here, okay? So a lot of people don't believe it when I say I'm 60, almost 60 freaking four years old and I'm still doing this because I love it. Colette La Ashton Grand, who founded this crew of drag queens back in 1997, is working tonight as a cocktail waitress. She butts in, her hands full of drinks. You old? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she was asking. She was asking me, girl, how long do I want to perform? <laughs> Seventy at the latest. Okay. Seventy. I'm calling it quits. That's kind of the most crucial thing about Aunt Charlie's. No one here is calling it quits. It's a pretty big deal, considering that it's one of the last remaining historic gay bars in the neighborhood. Gangway, the city's oldest gay bar half a mile away, just announced its closing after 50 years. That comes on the heels of the Lexington, San Francisco's last lesbian bar, and Esto Noche before that. Regulars like James Hosking don't want that to happen to Aunt Charlie's. Being in Aunt Charlie's, you kind of feel the sense of history of the area. And so I worry that if um, the Tenderloin was radically changed and radically gentrified, we would lose um, that sense of what San Francisco was to people and the sense of um, what it could be to those who uh, kind of came here seeking solace and an opportunity to perform and an opportunity to be who they were without compromise. The drag queens here at Aunt Charlie's are determined to keep doing what they're doing. At this point, their performances are woven into the texture of this neighborhood. It's history, it's sense of place. Take it from Olivia Hart. We're fabulous, we're gay, we're friendly, we're out there. Whatever you wanna do, come to the Tenderloin and let's do it. Just don't hurt anybody. For Cross Currents, I'm Hannah Kingsley Moth. Thanks, Hannah. There's an ongoing series of exhibitions about Aunt Charlie's at the Tenderloin Museum going on through 2020, and the latest one opens tonight.
Find out more information at KALW.org. That's also where you can subscribe to the Cross Currents newsletter. Get all the interviews, all the events in your inbox every week.